Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Number 114, I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I am the Iceman. And I'd like to congratulate the 2013 Detroit Tigers on winning their 2018 World Series. Up in Boston, Dave Dombrowski, second World Series. Not with Detroit. <laughs> so I'll point yeah, every, that out. Every other team he's ever been general manager of. Yeah. So Boston, I mean, Dodgers didn't even make it a series. I mean, they won, won, won one game. Yeah. Yeah, four to one. Not even, not even close. Well, I mean, they had a historic game as far as <laughs> length, almost eight hours. Yeah, it's technically an extra game. It was 18 innings. Two games for the price of one that night. Oh, could you imagine sitting at Dodger Stadium and they stop selling in the middle of the seventh? And you're like, eh, so what? An extra inning or two, no big deal. Mm-hmm. 18 innings. About to stab a motherfucker for a beer. Exactly. You think they start sales up again? Fuck no. Once you get to like the 14th and a half, like, eh, let's make some beers out. No. They'll keep them concession stands open the entire time, though. You can believe that. Extra nobody, nacho. Yeah, nobody selling, you know, $12 hot dogs. We didn't even pick the World Series, did we? I think we kind of did, but yeah. not officially. <laughs> like, we, like, I was like, I would like to see Houston and the Bruin and Milwaukee be in it. But I said, I think we everybody else in the country wants to pretty much see Boston, L.A. Yeah. So... In Boston getting spoiled. Yeah, title town like a motherfucker. Well, it seems like every six, seven years they win a World Series since 2004. The fuck? Hey, anything, anything to keep Matt Damon off the sauce. Or not Matt Damon, but uh, Ben Affleck off the sauce. I think just have him <laughs> on the sauce. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's Yeah, if he's that bad, he's like, I'm going to drink when we lose. I'm going to drink when we win. I'm going to drink in the offseason. I don't even give a fuck. But I mean, really, we, we, you know. Wait, Ben Affleck has a drinking problem. Yeah, he's got a rehab or some shit. Uh, I don't even follow it. <laughs> the only reason he popped to mind is because I saw a picture of him and Matt Damon at one of the the games at Fenway for the World Series, and Matt Damon was with a "I'm a stupid" shirt pointing at Ben Affleck. Ah, I'm just like, ah, okay. So, how many of the Tigers? Got themselves a ring. Ex Tigers: Ian Kinsler, J.D. Martinez, uh, David Price. Um, who else? Porcello. Rick Porcello. If we're not talking about Boston alone, yeah, you got to add uh, Granderson, Verlander. Uh, shit, there's one more. I can't remember. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh man, is, they got their ring. And yep. We're gonna have historically bad baseball. Can't wait. All right. So, 
Well, you got any thoughts on their, their Iceman in the World Series? Just, God, it's over. <laughs> so glad you're so verbose tonight. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, no, just extremely busy with work. Gotcha. Okay, well, it's... Uh, any way too early predictions for the 2019 <laughs> baseball season? <laughs> Tigers will suck. No, no, that's not way too early. I think Brad Osmus is going to get the Brad Osmus will win a World Series. Yeah. <laughs> with Justin Upton. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I can see it happening, but, you know, that's just, you get used to it. Ironically enough, this World Series reminded me of, like, a bad Stanley Cup. Okay. Like, when the Red Wings were, you know, just the shit had all the good people in the lines and you were just like, this is not going to end well for the other team. And then they lost that one game away and they were like, yeah, we just did that so we could win at home type shit. That's, I mean, that's what this shit reminded me of with the World Series. (laughs) For the uninitiated, Earl has a theory that, yes, uh, the Red Wings threw a game in the Stanley Cup Finals. No, in the Conference Finals in 95 against the Blackhawks just so they could win the conference championship in Detroit at home. I'm just saying it, it looked that way. This could, this goes back 23 years, folks. These conspiracy theories did not p- crop up overnight. He popped out of the vagina spouting conspiracy theories. Okay. There's possibly a bulletin board at his house with a bunch of pieces of thread. No, there is. Yeah, <laughs> there totally is. Tax <laughs> and shit on the board. <laughs> Okay, so in other words, you're like, eh, well, thanks for showing up, L.A. Nice of you to represent the the National League. The advertisers got their bi-coastal rates. They get to charge charge what they needed. Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. They were happy as fuck. I just didn't get it. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like L.A.'s got a bad team. Well, that's what I'm saying, but it ain't like Boston had the bomb-ass team. Uh, baseball. They were kind of pretty dominant all year. Yeah, kind of showed in the World Series because it just looked like L.A. didn't even deserve to show. They up. were the Astros of last year. Remember last year? However, just like Houston was in a class all of their own last year, or kind of the Dodgers were too. I mean, that's pretty much how Boston was this year. Yeah, and they have a lot of people who once they were put in a situation with a good supporting cast around them, rose to the occasion. I mean, David Price has been a horrible in postseason play for the most part. And then he turns into, you know, Mr. World Series. You know, that's just, that, that, it, it, that goes against what he's known for. You know, Porcello, yeah, he was a good pitcher when he was here. He wasn't a fucking Cy Young candidate. Go out to Boston, Cy Young candidate. You know, J.D. Martinez, fucking, he's close to being a star, for Boston, like he was, he wasn't even like the third guy you mentioned on the Tigers. So every everybody's, it, it's just one of them things when you get the right people together at the right time, and boom. Because no, I mean, a lot of these guys, it's not like they're going to be Hall of Famers, but they're going to go down, you know, as beloved players. Oh, we we left out Ian Kinsler, Rich. That's yeah, Ian Kinsler. Out. Yeah. Oh, poor Ian Kinsler. Well, not poor Ian Kinsler. He got himself a World Series ring today. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, Kershaw, to me, is a star. Uh, 
all these gentlemen on this roster now got a big old bargaining chip when it comes to contract negotiation time. You are talking to World Series winner Stephen Pierce. Yeah, well, now Dombrowski has to prove that, hey. Can I do it again? Can, we keep can, it going? I, can I maintain it? Yes. Yeah. Because when he was, when he was with, uh, he was with uh, Miami, it was just build, blow up. Win, blow up the team. Mm-hmm. With Detroit, he never reached the top of the mountain. Now he's there. And, you know, how many years between World Series championships is it going to take for him to get fired? Yeah. Because you, when you're in now, when you're on top of the mountain, there's people that want to come knock you off of it. Exactly. You're a marked man now, Mr. Dombrowski. Which, I mean, as long as, I'm assuming as long as he doesn't have some sort of complete meltdown, personally or professionally, he'll always have a job as long as he wants to work. Yeah, at least in Boston. You could probably show back up down in Florida if you wanted to. I'm talking about just in baseball, period. Yeah. You know, I mean, good general managers who have a winning record can pretty much write their own ticket to what team they want to go to. Next, the Yankees. God, no. Despite him not winning here in Detroit, I actually kind of like Dombrowski. I don't want to hate him. Don't, don't don't curse him to the Yankees. You don't want him to rebuild the Death Star? No, no. They go ahead with Starkiller base. They're good with that. Because it's not like the Yankees didn't win. And the Yankees have stars on the team. And what, how many World Series they won recently? Big old zero. There you go. There you go. Yeah, wasn't John Carlos Stanton going to get him to the promised land? Yeah, Mike Stanton. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How'd that work out? How's Aaron Judge working out? Whoops. If the goal was to make, to be on the DL, they had a great season. Andrew McCutcheon learned a lesson. He went from a big fish in a small pond to a small fish in a huge pond. Mm-hmm. He went from the man to uh, you're just on the team. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I I think Boston, it, it, look, they have the money, they're willing to spend it, and they built the right way. They got good players in the prime of their career who were playing like it. Instead of, let's just go buy names and hopefully these names will win a World Series. So, more power to them, man. You know, but it, it, Boston has turned into the New York, the modern-day New York, because they're insufferable cocksuckers just like New Yorkers used to be. Well, still are, but, you know, when it comes to sports, they got to talk a little bit lower. That's the second World Series in within five years. Yeah, third since 2004. Yeah. How many, how many Super Bowl rings since 2001? Jesus. Five, one NBA championship, one NHL championship. Yeah. Can I borrow some money? Pretty much. I mean, I, 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 Pittsburgh. I mean, can you? They got a, they got a how, couple how, Stanley how, Cups. How, how could you sit there and be called Title Town with everything you just said about Boston in that last sentence, there, Rich? Uh, Title Town is kind of Boston right now. Because they they registered as a trademark first. <laughs> kind of like Hockey Town. I mean, as much as I love hockey, as much as I love the Red Wings, uh. Detroit ain't hockey town. You're going to have to go to Canada for some real hockey town shit. That's just all there is to it. 
I mean, whether the team sucks or not, everybody's fucking talking about them. Everybody watches the games. Mm-hmm. We suck. We change the, the, the color of the seats. <laughs> Little Caesar so it doesn't look as empty. <laughs> well, because yeah, now we're going to monumentally suck. We won a game last week. Have we won one since? Yeah. Uh, as of right now, they are... <clears throat> excuse me. They are 3-7-2. and two. So if you split the two overtime losses and make the assumption, which is a very kind assumption, to say that they will win 50% of the overtime games they go into versus just, you know, lose all of them, they're still on pace to... to to lose 80% of their games. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, it's going to be bad. Like I was saying pre-show, Detroit's going to be the Boston's title town. Detroit's going to be fucking loser town. Uh, loser town. Worst record in American League, 2002. Uh, excuse me, Detroit Tigers, 119 losses. First 0-16 team in football, 2008 Lions. Possibly the worst record in, in hockey. <laughs> what is the worst record? Let's look it up. The worst. But I do have to say, Earl did nail something on the head back in uh, last season, football season. That I don't feel like we gave him credit for, and we should have. What's that? With Cleveland going zero and sixteen, it has taken the shine off of Detroit's zero and sixteen. It's like eh, you're just one of a couple teams now that went zero and sixteen. The yeah, distinction Kritzer still has a job. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, it, the only distinction they have now is, well, we were the first 0-16 team. <laughs> it's like, oh, boy, exciting, great, wonderful. The fewest regular season wins in a hockey season is eight by the 1974-1975 Washington Capitals. Yeah, they're not going to. I mean, the reigning uh, Stanley Cup champion Capitals, those guys? Yes. I don't think it's going to happen. They've got three wins. They're almost halfway there. And they're, what, 10 games into the season? 12 games, excuse me. So, yeah, that's, they'll win more than eight. <laughs> well, actually, they could tie eight. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's possible. But yeah, so yay Boston. Sorry about your luck, Detroit. Yeah, that Washington Capitals team was eight sixty-seven and five. <laughs> wow, seven is- seven twenty-eight and five at home. One in thirty-nine on the road. <laughs> they won a <laughs> road game that year. Good lord. So that's it's their first season. That was what seventy four. Yes. So for them to make the Cup Finals twenty years later, well, that's not that. I was going to say it's not that quick of a turnaround. I mean, five ten years. It's like worse the first. Yeah, that's pretty respectable. But twenty, uh, you should have done something in twenty years. Because I think their first Cup Final was ninety seven. No, ninety eight. Ninety seven was uh, Detroit Philly. So almost 25 years. All right, yeah, never mind. Sorry, just thinking out loud here. So I'm trying to think, like, what's a respectable number for Detroit to, to, you know, number of years for Detroit to rebuild all these teams? 
respectable. I mean, I understand. But all I'm going to go with never. Was respectable number like three years? Three years for the Tigers and the Red Wings to be playoff contenders. Or at least get back in the the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, hockey, I think, is going to take a lot longer than that. I mean, you can't, get, you can't get to half a decade of losing. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, arenas. I'm thinking five, six years for the Red Wings Man. before there is a, a serious, serious playoff contender. Like, that, that isn't just, hey, we made the playoffs. Oh, we're out of the playoffs. No, I'm saying at least get three years, get us to there. Get us to at least first round fodder in three years, and then we can build up from there. I don't know, man. That's oof. that's tall order, and it sucks because it's all happening at once. Yeah. Well, with hockey, with hockey though, it's a lot different than it is with baseball and football and other sports. Hockey, you can build around the goalie. If you've got a great goalie, it's really—I mean, you know—really easy to build around that. Yeah, but I mean, the way the game is being played these days, it's not what the, really the NHL wants. If they could have a goalie that becomes a star, they'd take him in a heartbeat. Like I'm talking like Sidney Crosby level star. They'd take him right. in a heartbeat. Of course they would. Right. But the thing is, but, they don't want to. They don't want a league full of goalies like that because then the scoring will go down. And that's one of that's one of the complaints now that people have about hockey. Oh, it's boring. They're just skating around chasing a puck. It's like soccer on ice. And it, if you know if, they, if games are two one three two, well, it's kind of hard to argue with them. But then again, I don't want to turn on every fucking game and it be like seven five. That's just that's just a shootout. But that's that's what the NHL wants. Why offense puts asses in the seats? That's why the NFL is like they are and they have as many rules favoring the, the the quarterback and the receiver that they do even though they shoot themselves in the foot with uh did he maintain possession when contact with the ground with the reception and we don't know what a catch is and all that horse shit although this well, yeah, season but but in football you need a quarterback a line offensive line to block for run block pass block you need it you know some sort of run game. You need a killer defense. I mean, there's so much you need in football to be playoff bound. It's ridiculous. You know, in baseball, you can kind of get by with pitching, a couple of good hitters in the middle of the lineup. But in hockey, if you have a goalie, just a decent goalie, it doesn't have to be a shutdown goalie, you know, like Ed Belfort. But other than that, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it, it's easier to rebuild in hockey than other sports. Well, even though you say because if you get a goalie, the problem is getting that good of a goalie. They're not. They're, it's not like they're growing oh, no on trees. No, no doubt. I mean, there's a reason that. <clears throat> excuse me. There's a reason that you very rarely hear of a goalie being like, you know, projected number one overall. I'm sorry, not sorry. I would take my uh, uh, Mark. What is what the fuck is his name? I had it until I was going to say it. Uh, Andre Fleury. Yeah, Mark Andre Fleury. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. The, the, then rather than what? Jimmy Howard in Detroit? And a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. They, pff, not, done deal. Where do I sign? I, absolutely. 100%. He's, 
Jimmy Howard's won what? One playoff, two playoff series? Something like that? Flurry's proven to you he can get you to the fucking cup, and he can actually win one, too. Yeah, and then he could take a rookie team back to the cup. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Take a team of cast-offs. But then again, that speaks to how deep the league is these days. You know, what are the teams' cast-offs went on to have a historic inaugural season and make it to the cup finals? I don't think that's happened 30 years ago. I don't think it's happened in 25, 20 years ago even. Cast-offs then were like players they want to dump contract, old players in bad contracts, and your enforcers. That's where That was the cast-offs then. You know, third, fourth line guys these days, much more skilled than and, and, and in their prime. So that's why they could do that also. I don't know. I just think, I think the Tigers are going to be more legit before the Red Wings. And unless and, and Iserman comes back, then he's the wild card, my my opinion. If Iserman comes back, all bets are off. You know? Oh, but, you know, they stick with... You know, Ken Holland, God forbid, who's going to be behind him if it's not Iserman. I, yeah, it's going, to, it's going to be a while. It'll probably be a decade before we're talking about the Red Wings making a deep playoff run. Like Dylan Larkin will either be gone <laughs> or, you know, long ago traded for some draft picks. <laughs> or he's going to be like, you know, a mainstay of the team at that point. He'll be on his... Eighth Stanley Cup with the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, or worse. The, resur- the, the resurgence of the Colorado anal munch. Oh, and, they, and they do it with a bunch of cast-off Red Wings players. They got Larkin and Nyquist. He's on his seventh <laughs> Stanley Cup with the Seattle franchise. <laughs> Anthony... <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> it's getting too, too too hockey nerdy. But anyways, um, yeah, baseball. I don't know. I just think it's. it's I'm not gonna say it's easier, but yeah, you can ride a couple hot, you know, hot hands in a pitching staff to at least being in the talk for playoffs. And I mean, the thing is, is that baseball playoffs, even though they've added that that fake one game sixty three, that one game play all, you know, play in. Not a large percentage of the teams make it. Sixteen teams make it in the playoffs in hockey. Mm-hmm. You just have to be in the top half of the league, essentially. Yeah. That's you know you know what I'm saying. So there's a lot more. Oh hey, we made it. Don't get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just mm-hmm. yeah, you're an eighth seed. Whatever. Yeah, we're gonna run you over. It's like those people that like the like the the, the last seeds in the, in March Madness. Like, yeah, we're going to March Madness. Yeah, for one game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> when William and Mary makes it, you better DVR this moment because <laughs> it's going to be over before you know it. <laughs> you better have all your friends and family come into the round you're in. Exactly. Yeah. So, since we've we've started off Detroit centric, might as well keep it near home here. The fuck did the Lions do all this shit for to trade deadline? I swore I am waiting. I keep checking the headlines every like. Well, where's the signing? 
Where's the signing? Because the Lions made a move like there's a signing coming, and I'm waiting on a fucking signing. They got rid of their number one pass catcher. They had Marvin Jones restructure his contract to make some cap room. And... Like, I hope this is something, like, they're working out today and they're going to announce tomorrow. Welcome to the Lions, Odell Beckham Jr. Hey, and then welcome to the Detroit Lions, Le'Veon Bell. I'm just, I'm waiting for something crazy. (laughs) Because it seems like we laid the groundwork for something to happen that's not happening. Which is, now this is just complete speculation on my part. I have no idea if this is even close close to accurate or not to me this 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 smells of lions had made a deal thought it was set in stone went ahead and started making the moves to make the deal work and the other team went eh, no we're, we're good sorry or the other party i should say if it's a signing you know is this like stafford to new england and brady comes here what's what are we waiting on Brady comes here. No, Brady's 40-something years old. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alvin Kamara, welcome to the Detroit Lions. Like, is that what's happening? Somebody, for the love of God. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but if I'm right, that's not a good look for him. Welcome our new wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I don't know. I was just I got I got trade deadline blue balls because let's wait for something to happen that never happened. So Richard thinks he got tooken. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, AJ Green and a first round draft pick. Yeah, sure. I'm looking at Des Bryant. That's the only thing I could figure out. Oh god. Yeah, but didn't he signed with Dallas, right? No, he didn't. He is still a free agent. Well, anyway, I didn't. Yeah, and then he say, "I'm gonna wait till the middle of the season to sign with the team." Yeah, well, it, it's week middle of the seasons knocking. Yeah, it's literally week. In eight weeks are over. Season's half over. Des, make your move that you've been quote unquote waiting to make. Oh. <sighs> I, 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 it, Des Bryant is really. Hey, you know what? That's the savior. That's the savior. Well, here's the thing, Chris. What's scary is I'm watching uh, ESPN Sports Center. It says Le'Veon Bell's on the clock after trade deadline passes. He has to report by November 13th. Oh, thank God. Well, my league, my my season's over, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Want to trade, Chris? <laughs> just have them now. Just drop them. But, yeah, I mean, okay, look. <clears throat> I don't know how the national perception is, but the perception here in Detroit is very much that, oh, we have a running game again. So if there, that means if that's the perception, why would they go bring in somebody and then sit carry on Johnson? It's true. We need a receiver. Welcome to Detroit, Antonio Brown. Yes, no. Well, I mean, Chris, you're like shooting for the moon just seeing how close you can get, aren't you? <laughs> who do they who do they go after in the offseason? Gronk. They know what they need. That's why I don't, I don't I don't understand trading Golden Tate necessarily. You don't need another receiver. You need you need you need a red zone threat. You need a tight end to get the ball to. 
I mean, you know, they finally part ways with Eric Ebron, and he goes and has a career resurgence. <laughs> you know, well, Jack tomorrow we'll know. But now that Jack Doyle's back, Eric Ebron's going back to football irrelevant. Irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Cause Irrelevancy. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, he's had, he had a career half a season. Well, if he'd have had that half a season here in Detroit, they'd have built statues of him. That's, that's, I that's mean, true. That's 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 how hard up the fucking the fans of this team are. Like as much shit as Stafford takes, trust me, if he retires wearing a Lions jersey, give it ten years after his retirement, you won't hear near as much shit talked about him as you do now. It'll be all you know, blue skies and remember when. Believe that. I heard Deshaun Jackson wanted to trade out of Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, because the party's over. Yeah. I know, did you see? Fitzmagic back in effect. <laughs> He's the starting quarterback again. Uh, yeah, wonderful, great. <laughs> Captain Crablegs got benched. You can go eat his, eat his W's on the bench. Yeah. Well, the Fitzmagic era has been resuscitated just when you thought he was over. So, but yeah, it, it, it is interesting, and I really want to hear somebody with some balls stick a mic in somebody's face, Bob Quinn's preferably, and go, oh, okay, what the hell was that about? Yeah, who, who lied to you? Something. you gotta, you got to explain why. Or I want to hear the craziest signing in the morning. Like, sorry, we didn't want to tell anyone. No, this, everything was final. Julian Edelman. Coming to the Detroit Lions. That would what the hell? No, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Detroit Lions. Travis Kelsey. Is that, is that what kind of fucking <laughs> okay deals going right. down? No, I like that. <laughs> Aaron yeah. Rodgers is defecting in his division, and he's coming to Detroit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Somebody give Chris something. <laughs> welcome to the Detroit Lions, Stefan Diggs. Something, man. Give me anything. All right, so so we know you need something. What if you get nothing, Chris? What if they just did it to to rebuild? I'm used to it from here. But you gave me you gave me trade you gave me trade deadline blue balls. That's all I'm saying. Honolulu blue and silver balls. You're like the little kid, five years old. Get up early on Christmas Day. Like, oh yeah, run downstairs, and there's nothing under the tree. Oh, it's for your other family. There's a tree, there's decorations, even the cookies and milk are gone, but there's no presents. And you're just like, everything points to the fat man was here. <laughs> what the fuck? You know? And I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah. I'm going to kill that I'm gonna fat kill bitch. I'm going to kill that fat bitch. I knew <laughs> it was coming. That's how I feel right now with the Detroit Lions. Where's my Odell Beckham in a Lions jersey? Dear Santa, <laughs> use a bitch nigga. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to pay what you owe. You owe, Santa. <laughs> hey, I, I, if this was Tampa Bay, I'd, I would probably be doing the same thing. I'd be going, what the fuck are they? Oh, God, Jesus. But if it was Tampa Bay, I'd just shake my head and go, oh, it's Tampa. I mean. It's a bitch move, Lions. Yeah, if they did move. this, we're making cap room for next season. That's what the offseason's for. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you serious? You, you coveted that third round pick that much that you got for Golden Tate? That's the only reason to do it right now. Like tomorrow morning, having a press conference. We've invented time travel and we've signed Darrell Reavers from 2010. <laughs> and we brought, <laughs> brought our sexy Rex back with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go get some fucking lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! He still, still that 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 New York Jets hard knocks just because of fucking Rex was just oh it was great just the shit that okay I noticed that you guys are looking around the meeting room and you're not seeing Revis here does that mean our season's over with I don't know he's pretty fucking good <laughs> it's like, like what what kind of pep talk is that. <laughs> What kind of pep talk is that, Coach? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll trade half of the Lions roster right fucking now for Patrick Mahomes. God in heaven. That's what I'm saying. Welcome to Detroit Lions. Patrick Mahomes! And Kelly Stafford starts furiously tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bitch move, Bob Quinn. <laughs> yeah. No. No, the fucking ain't. That's the right move, yo. <laughs> Well, he can go take his. Anybody wants some pizza? And take his ass. Somebody he take go to Jacksonville, then go win a World Series or World Series uh-huh. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm getting worked up at, the, at all the possibilities. <laughs> Call your old friend Kirk Cousins. You like that? <laughs> uh. Oh man. So, yeah, uh, thanks for the blue balls, Detroit. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Sure that you have a whole fan base who's like, wait a minute, it wasn't enough you were fucking me in the ass, now you have to fish hook me too? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Really? I get donkey punched up in this motherfucker? Exactly. Exactly. You can't even respectfully rape me? Come on now. Mm. <sighs> it's going to alternate between both holes just like that. Yeah, exactly. Not even wipe it off in between, huh? Yeah, yeah. that's that's what's hot in the street. Okay. <laughs> <Gee>, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, so well, I mean, it, it, let's talk. Since we're talking about uh, uh, dead franchises, what made you think about Odell coming here? You think you think the Giants are really going to sign him and season, throw in the towel? Season's over. They're one and eight or one and seven or whatever. Like that's <clears> it. Yeah, but they just signed him to a massive deal. So he's just talking about how he, how he's unhappy, and they you don't think they'd be happy to get rid of that money? Like here, go take his huge contract. Season's over here. No, because they just added uh, Saquon Barkley, dude. Yeah, and soon great. They're one and seven. It's, he's doing super awesome. It's really helping them. They're well, one. They're you can only one do so seven. much with Eli Manning. I tried to tell you that last season, and you were like two Super Bowls, two Super Bowls. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. Joe Montana won a few Super Bowls. Why don't you sign him too, Stats Man? <laughs> well, he's not currently an active player in the NFL. I'm just saying, stats don't mean dick. Yeah, he won two Super Bowls. Good for him. Long time ago, he's through. Well, dude, he's fucking what thirty seven. Drew Brees is 39. No, I understand, but Drew Brees uh, is a robot. Tom Brady, these guys, yeah, these are, these are the exceptions, not the rule. That's so, a I lot mean, of exceptions, I'm just saying. 
Well, dude, there's, only, there's only thirty two of the, there's only thirty two of those jobs in the world, and we're talking about two guys whose careers have lasted an, an abnormal length of time for the for the average football player, and are playing at a high level at a, at, a, at an an age when most people are, have been out the game for a minute. You know, forty, forty one. You've been retired for five years. Yeah. And that's if you had a long career, a 10-year career, you know, 10, 11 years, whatever that is. So, I mean, yeah, they are the fucking exceptions. And people like Chad Henney don't count. Yeah, he, he can be 38, but he's sitting on a fucking bench. He ain't out there playing, and he damn sure ain't playing at the level they, that those two are. Gets in a series every five years. Yeah, exactly. Right, I'm going to go with 31 teams because Cleveland Browns don't count. They trade quarterbacks more than I change my underwear. Now they're changing oh, coaches. Hugh Jackson, bye bye. They finally yes. had enough, Rich. You said you said they liked what he was doing. Well, I guess not anymore. No, I. Yeah, that's interesting. Like I am thinking, is there a power shift in Cleveland? You know what I'm saying? Like they're like, oh hey, we're buying and drinking this fucking Baker Mayfield Kool Aid deep, so we're gonna build around him. All right, who don't you like? Well, you know, we can always do with another head coach. I'm just wondering. I mean, what's their record? Are they really that bad? Yeah, they've got two wins. To and what, two ties? Two. <laughs> so, I mean, they would be, what, 500, 4, and 3 if they'd won those two, two games they tied? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd at least let him finish the season, see what he could do. But who knows? Maybe they got themselves, like... Somebody waiting in the wings that we don't that we don't know about. Just hope they do a better pick than like you know. Hey, let's get let's get our version of Gruden. They're two five and one. Oh, or they just signed Gruden. Yeah, I know, right? Talk about whew. now coaching for Detroit, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably. So- Somebody with a Bush Light t-shirt, a truck with truck nuts on it, and a he's still your president sticker on the back window would blow up Ford Field if they hired John Gruden as the head coach. Man, that's like, oddly specific. Are you reading from, like, you know, a description? I'm just saying, the the, the Mitters, the Michigan Rednecks, would not. No. No, they'd just hire somebody from Florida and mail a bomb. <laughs> that doesn't blow up. That never blows up. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, Bob. Good old Florida man. But yeah, it, it, he, well, I don't know. I liked his coaching style from what I saw in Hard Knocks. He seemed like a straight up guy. Oh, here's the thing, Rich. I don't really think it's so much, uh, you know, his coaching style. It's just what he's able to get done. You know what I mean? <sighs> No, I got you, and, and a lot of that is the situation he's in. I mean, that was a that was a major. Like he had to know after last season when they called him in the office. He like he went in. He's he's looking around to see if there's plastic on the floor, and there's not. And they're like, "Have a seat." And they look at him. They go, "We just want you to know we're gonna get this out of the way. You still have a job, but you ain't got much rope. So you better make it happen beginning of next season." And he didn't. He didn't get the job done. But like I said, I when when shit like this happens, I'm like, why fire him in the middle of the season? 
Maybe he's the one who made the call on uh, Josh Gordon. Maybe they're like, yeah, that was a bad call. You're fired. No, what I think he did was make the call on number one pick, Baker Mayfield. Meaning? Pick him? Yeah, pick him overall. He's our savior. He's going to lead us to the promised land, and you've only won two games. And you tie, did tie one. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, there was there was some Bakerfield love going around for a little bit there. He wasn't the only one that fell for that shit. All right, and I remember last season us going, okay, so Carson Wentz, right? When's this gonna When's this gonna end? Still going. Exactly. I mean, there was a lot of that last season. Not just us, but people in the sports world. Well, it's funny is they're not doing it with Mahomes. Everybody's all in on Mahomes. Everyone's riding that pony. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but that cat, that cat, dude, he's a sick man. His touchdown ratio is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty sick. Like we're, lo- I think we're looking at a goat in training. Like you what? have current goat and future goat playing at the same time in the league right now. Yeah, right now he has twenty six touchdowns and only six interceptions. <laughs> really? Yeah, even that dog knows what's up. <laughs> Who lets the dogs out? I'm telling you, man, it's sick. Is that a stat sound? That was my own my own sound effect right there. You name an awesome stat, sets the dog off. Dude, his total QBR rating is 115. Yeah? Come on. His yards is 25-26 in eight games. So he's on pace for 5,000 yards. Yeah, I think we're seeing a generational player here. Oh, he's definitely. He's only thrown under 300 yards once, and that was last week against L.A. And he threw 256, but he still had four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how many touchdowns did he have? Well, I mean, he's 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 got a pretty big cheering section. Every time I talk sports with my buddies, man, anytime football comes up, first words out their mouth is him. And I'm like, oh, damn, really? You're going to turn in your Lions <laughs> fandom and go buy a Chiefs jersey? Maybe. Well, you think everybody drinks that Lions Kool Aid, man? Everybody is drinking the Chiefs Kool Aid here. What's it left to drink? Like a Red Sea here. I, I totally agree. I'm, there's badassery. You you need a little bit more defense, but after that, you're good. Dick being in L.A. and not drinking the Rams Kool Aid right now. They're the only undefeated team left. Yeah, you you really can't not talk about a, the Rams and be like, you know, that's the team to beat because they haven't lost. Yeah. What's rest their schedule look like? Let's take a look. They're, well, a they're what? They're seven and zero, right? Seven and zero, eight and zero. They're eight and zero. Eight and zero. Yeah, they they got the Saints this week, uh, Seahawks, and then it happens. Rams, Chiefs, baby. Rams, Chiefs. Yeah. Yes. You know that's Sorry. already been flexed to the Sunday night spot, or no? That's Monday night football. Holy it's coming. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be their highest rated Monday Night Football of the year. Damn. That could be. I, I feel like it's a little bit early to start talking about it, but I mean, they're halfway there. That could be their only That could be their only loss this season. Well, the Chiefs have a loss, though. I'm talking about the Rams, though. Right. I mean. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs well, have shown they, vulnerability, they play, though. They play the Saints. I mean, and they're in the, and they're, they play the Saints at New Orleans. So, uh, they go into that. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I know, right? 
somebody hungry? <laughs> Sounds like someone's stomach growling into the mic. Oh, it is Hall- it is Halloween night. Ooh, spooky shit. Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Left well, to the Chiefs, they have the Lions. Oh, the rest of their schedule, except for the the, the Chiefs and the and the Saints. Mm. Lions, Bears. Bears, Eagles, Cardinals. 49ers. 49. Well, I mean, I guess the Eagles, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they uh, they got three three games and four should wins. <laughs> is, is that how it works out here? Yeah. Or, or five should wins. Seahawks, they should win. Yeah. Lions. I guess you could throw the Bears in there. And then, yeah, Cardinals, 49ers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is this has been like the decade of weird shit happening, or you know, the last fifteen years we've seen some weird shit happen in sports. It'd be a bitch if this team goes undefeated and, and then loses in the first round of the playoffs. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. They, or they don't that's pull. what the Patriots did and lose in the Super Bowl. Well, no, 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 no. To Eli Manning, they, <laughs> not this year. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be as shocking. Be like, eh, we've seen it before. Like undefeated, big balls. My dick enters the room five minutes before I do. We're the L.A. Rams. They get the first round by. Boom, first game blowout. Set your tea times, gentlemen. I mean, that would just be like, wow. Okay, that doesn't happen every day. No, I had another buddy say that'll be the Lions' only other win this year is against the Rams. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe the Rams, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. If the Rams come into Detroit and lose, I don't. I don't even know what do you do at that point. <laughs> I mean, you'll bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. God. Well, at least it's not their Thanksgiving Day game because I. I, I wholeheartedly think that if they were playing on Thanksgiving, the Rams would come in and the Dominican Sue would have a career day. He'd stop on Matt Stafford's hands. Yep, exactly. Yep, yep. Point at Bob Quinn and laugh. You made cap room for a trade that never happened. Yeah. Then brand new lion, um, Julio Jones would catch a touchdown. Oh, God. All right, so. Michael Thomas makes his Detroit Lions debut. You guys will be sorry. So I guess, I mean, we've kind of been talking about the pros. Should we just keep doing it? There's something uh, else we wanted to talk about. You guys got anything? College. Okay. Way to pick Purdue, Rich. This is, yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> See, this is where you say something, and then, like, you you go ahead and, and talk about it instead of just going, College. <laughs> I got I got a growling dog. Okay. <laughs> is it a is it a Georgia bulldog? I got a pet turtle. It's blue. <laughs> All right. And All so. right. So <laughs> college. All right. Do we do, do do we still not know who the fuck Michigan State is? Correct. I mean, I, I, I have no idea. I feel like this is how I felt. The, watching State and Michigan this year is how I felt 
election night 2016. <laughs> like, wow, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so I have, I, I think we've said everything about it, sadly. Yeah, and in Michigan this week, it's Penn State time. Let's see if you're for real. But, I mean, it's, it's really, Michigan, Michigan season really is going to be the horseshoe. Isn't it? Well, yeah, because they're ranked number five right now. You got to win all the rest of your games, and then we'll see at the horseshoe. I, you know, I was uh, talking to a fellow Michigan fan the other day, and I said, "Let's be honest, as Michigan fans, we don't look at the Ohio State game and go, oh, we're going to stomp their ass anymore.' I haven't for quite a while. I'm like." Are, are you feeling like guardedly optimistic? And he's like, yeah, and I don't want to feel that way. <laughs> That's how it is to be a Michigan fan. It's like, am, am I drinking the Kool-Aid if I buy into that? Is Ohio State having an off year? Is Michigan playing well above their pay grade? And will that continue? Because I just don't think this Michigan team is a, a fifth in the country overall team, period. I don't buy it. I mean, who have they played? One good team. And they lost. Yeah, yeah. I don't see Penn State being the measuring stick either. That's what I said. The Big Ten is just like Big Ten's like a snow globe. Someone picked up and shook before, right before the season started. Get that powerhouse Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now they're a powerhouse. Okay, never been a powerhouse. Um, probably the first time the words powerhouse and Northwestern have been used in the same sentence. Actually, I need to uh, talk about Michigan State for a minute. I don't know if there's going to be a Michigan State game this weekend. Okay. Why is that? They're they're playing the Maryland Terrapins. And today, the Terrapins reinstated their coach. I think it was Kiflin, right? Uh, Sure. Okay, you guys don't remember. He was placed on... He was placed on suspension for uh, that kid dying in yeah. practice. Yeah, we were, the head coach. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was the strength and conditioning coach that, that he resigned. The strength and conditioning coach resigned. Yeah, that's the one that they're throwing so, the so most blame be at. A game? Well, because the uh, players walked out on the meeting when he came back. <laughs> like as a sign, as a sign of protest. Like, oh, why the dark fuck is he here? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Cool. W yeah, for Michigan. DJ, DJ Durkin. Is <laughs> w for State, then. Name. I mean, I, I've never seen, you know, the team literally walk out. And I've never seen a... a yeah, you have. We all have. We've all seen Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, even if they show up to play the game, are they really going to play the game? You know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't know, man. 20 years ago, I'd say, yeah, your pride would kick in. <clears throat> you might go out there and, and and show your ass for a series to make a point. But then just competitive instinct would kick in. But these days, I don't know. I, for a whole team to walk out of a team meeting in protest of their head coach. Being reinstated. That, yeah, that's something that I wouldn't have thought at this level of college football would, would be like possible. So who knows at this point, man? They're heroes. This is this is this is a different this is a different generation than we were. They have a completely different outlook on how shit works. I mean, it's just it, 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 
I hated half the coaches I had playing sports growing up. Like, and not because they pushed me, not because they were tough coaches, because they were fucking genuine cocksucking assholes. They're miserable motherfuckers. But I never tried to organize a team walkout. And I mean, I, in it, I. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's, you know, the day of Twitter and everything else. And they said, you know, the, one of the players said that if they were, uh, showed strength, they, like, all right, the tweet was something about they, they knelt in front of the memorial of their fallen brother. And if they would have shown the strength then that they could now, their brother would still be alive. Well, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I think we touched on when we initially talked about this incident, which was uh, there was plenty of people out there. Someone could have spoke up. Nobody did. I mean, it, that's a level of self-awareness. Well, I'm glad they have, I guess. I mean, I, is it focused the right way? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't know the inner workings of that program. I don't. I have no idea if he's a player's coach, if he's a hard ass, if he's a hands-off coach who lets his assistant coaches do most of the, the heavy lifting. I mean, if he's if he's a taskmaster, and his attitude is, if you die, oh well. University's then, got no problem with him. He's still there. They're letting <clears> him coach. <throat> They're letting him run the program. I mean, I did watch something on uh, uh, Real Sports about how strength and conditioning coaches... Uh, they're the ones that are like despised and feared and hated in college football and, and, and even professional football because they're the ones that are constantly, nope, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. And the, 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 I, I didn't even know you needed this. You, you can become a licensed strength and conditioning coach, but it's a joke. It's like, it's like a written test. The like driver's connected to the, Thigh bone. Yeah, it's not like you have to go to college. You don't have to have a degree in, in physical education or health or anything like that. You, it's like getting a chauffeur's license. You go get the pamphlet, you read it, and you go fucking take the test. Right, well, it just... Yeah, I mean, you guys can look up this, these stories. It's huge right now. It's like the biggest story in sports. Um, you know, other than it says, uh, one of the tweets say, a 19-year-old killed by the football program and nobody fired. Not the coach, not the AD, not the president. Beyond a strength coach resigning, zero accountability for killing a kid. Shameful. Yeah, whatever. They're heroes. And really, that's <laughs> kind of where I'm at. Like, okay, ooh, great, you've taken your stand. Then don't play football. Then pay, pay for your school. Say, give up. If you're really, if you, if you're really that upset, give your money back. Quit the program. <laughs> give your scholarship money back. <laughs> I feel like Chris is like, like just if I just push him a little bit, he'll be like, "You ain't even playing for a real football fucking school. It's Maryland. <laughs> you ain't you ain't even good enough to play for a top twenty five school. Shut the fuck up. Be lucky you even out there." <laughs> one, one of the tweets say, "Kinda we professional." Chris, go ahead, go ahead. One of the professional tweets say, "We professional journalists shy away from words like quote clusterfuck." So I'm just going to say the Maryland football situation is increasingly messy. Cool. Thanks for that. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Chris is over there like, your name is Toby. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I didn't even like that, dude, because it's virtue signaling. If you really care that much, 
quit. If you're if you're that offended by it, take a stand. Give your money back. But that's not. That's that's. There you go. That's that's the difference. When I said there's a generational difference, they go, yeah. But by doing this, we're bringing attention to the situation, awareness of the situation. Everybody's aware of the situation. Yeah, we got it. We all got an internet connection. We've been aware of it for months. You know. So what's your solution? Are you are you demanding he be fired, or else no one will play football for him? Those well, they'll they'll just get new people. Yeah, there's a call to boycott the game this weekend. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. Ooh, easy W for state. Moving on. <laughs> Chris, that don't bother you at all, though. Seriously, you run a kid until he literally dies. You run him to death. And no. and, and I understand that's part of the. You know, it could happen, but at the same time. You should get at least fired. If he was found not responsible and the, the offending party quit, what's the problem? If the person who was actually responsible for the incident is quitting and is gone, we have found the agitator and gotten rid of him. Why do we have to make an example of somebody else for somebody else's mistake? The, the agitator resigned. He didn't even get fired. There's no accountability for this child's death. Well, he's gone. None. The agitator's gone. The problem child is gone. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So he should have stuck around until they fired him, just so some people can be satisfied instead of resigning. I mean, because it, 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 resign, fired, uh, yeah, accountability. He's no longer there. He's unemployed. He's not working at that college anymore, at that position anymore. That's accountability. Like, there's your pound of flesh. Like I understand. Okay. I, I look. I understand the desire to go up the ladder and get you know a bigger person. To point the finger at, <clears throat> but I'm and I'm not saying this is the case because I don't know exactly what happened. I wasn't standing there, but if it was investigated and it was he was doing this shit without the head coach's knowledge, without the athletic director's knowledge. Why should they have to pay for something they didn't even know was going on? I mean, personally, I think that's probably a stretch. I think, I think probably the head coach was like, "Well, so what? You run to your puke. It happens." It's what. That's football. That's called practice. What do you want? What do you want from me? And he didn't realize. Oh shit! This motherfucker's gonna be getting ready to die here. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's different for me because I was a coach. I just you're responsible for your players. Period. You're responsible for each one of their health. If, you, for instance, let's not go with this kid that died. Let's see if you see. Uh, let's say you see a kid limping. And you make him start running sprints, okay? And then because you made him run sprints, even though you saw him limping, he's, he tears up more ligaments, more damage to his leg. He'll never be able to play football again. That's your fault. You've totally fucked up this kid's any chance of having a career in anything, uh, contact or not, because you wanted to be the coach and be the asshole and made him run sprints. It's the same thing with this kid that you, so you somebody, made. It's somebody else's fault, right? Somebody... Here we go. It's not. It's. I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody that's else's good. fault. It's kind of, no, at that's the end, what you're getting at. No, at the end of the day, it's the coach's responsibility for every player's health on the field. When you take on that position, when you take on that role, you take on that responsibility, and if you don't fulfill that, then you're at fault. Period. And okay, so does 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 nuance matter at all? Nope. I mean, does it not? Neural's world. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking because I don't even know if you've taken into consideration here. I mean, if it was done maliciously, like, run him till he dies. I don't care. 
Yeah, that's a callous act. If it was oh, very much so. Yeah. All right. That's what. That's you know. You, you have to take into consideration the intent. I mean, you know, you can't just assume the worst. Oh well, he was trying to kill him. Because I mean, well, I mean, you can. But if you do, well, yeah. it's for a miserable fucking world. No, Rich, and and you're right. And I honestly, I don't know. I don't know the guy. I have like you have never been there, never seen him coach. But here's the thing, though. Be it intentionally or not, you're at the end responsible. I mean, that's just how that shit works. Yeah, but to me, if he was ignorant of exactly how far these players were being pushed, yeah, there's, there's still he still needs to be held responsible, and he he did. He what he wasn't he didn't coach half the fucking season. He was suspended. Um, okay. What? So what is so he's got to be fired? Yeah. Chris, he has to be fired. Why? Because he failed to live up to the job description, and it cost a kid his life. What's the job description? You are supposed to have... You're supposed to monitor the kids' health. No, he's not. He's supposed to run a team. He's not on this. Right. Right. But part of of your job... He's not a trainer. He's not the fucking trainer. He's supposed to run the team. But part of your job as a head coach is to be aware of every player's health on your field. So even shit that people don't even know about, shit that crops up, shit like this situation where it was fucking aberration, he's supposed to just know about that shit. And then if something happens, he's ultimately responsible. That's why it he's sucks to know about. Top, he's supposed to know about shit even the doctors don't know about because this kid doesn't even fucking know about it. He's supposed to know about that- it. And if that happens, and he's fired. I mean, to me, it seems that's like why it sucks <clears throat> being on top. That's fucked up, man. It is, but that's just the way the job is, huh? No, it's not. The buck stops where it stops, Chris. In your world. See, not, I don't, not in t- reality. Apparently not, because he still has a job. To me, it seems like we're talking about the difference between murder and manslaughter, almost. All right? I mean, well, it, well, I'm I, not even going that far, Rich. <laughs> Well, what I'm saying is, you know, manslaughter is, I didn't mean to kill him. Well, he's still dead, and you still got to pay the price. Okay. Murder, but you're not going to, they're not going to give you, it's not a hanging offense. They're not going to fucking put you in an electric chair for manslaughter. Right. Murder one, a premeditated act to cause someone injury, yeah, <laughs> or, or death, yeah, yeah, that's a hanging offense. So, I mean, like, I don't know, look, it, I really have no issue with it one way or the other. If they fired him, I'd be like, well, well. I bet you his next coaching job, he pays more attention to what the fuck's going on with his players. Rich is like at that point where it could be a catch or not a catch. It doesn't matter. Either one was right. (laughs) Well, what I'm saying is I get it. I just don't understand. Like, I understand what you're saying when you say the coach is there to to monitor the players, to make sure the players are, are, you know, okay, not being pushed too hard, blah, 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 whatever. I get all that. But at the same time, we're not talking even a pro-sized team of 53 guys. We're talking upwards of 100 fucking players out there. It's impossible to know exactly what's happening at all times with your fucking players. And I mean, to be honest with you, his, his, where, to me, where, where, if you want to argue he's responsible, he's responsible for putting a coach out there who didn't give a fuck. Yeah, we're back to the Joe Pye incident. Well, that's a little bit different because, because t- time has proven that, 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 Paterno knew, was told by an eyewitness, I saw him fucking a kid in the shower. Right. 
And he went, well, just, you know, do what you feel and report it to who you, who you, who you feel you should. But just remember, we're Penn State. And it's like, no, dude, no. It, that's, mm-mm. So I, I don't even see a comparison there. I mean, if, if now if other coaches, if the people in the, you know, people, the, the, oh, okay. the medical, the medical staff, the medical staff came to the coach and said, hey, your strength and conditioning coach is running motherfuckers to the point of like heat stroke. And the head coach was like, good. Fire his ass. He knew. Fire him. But if he didn't, if he didn't know, and I mean, you also got to think about this. Yeah. How many players are going to feel comfortable speaking up on something like that? Because you're going to be fucking, the first thing you're going to be called is a, is a bitch ass pussy by everybody around you. Boy, you want your titty bag? Let me tuck you in. You can't handle it. It's a little too rough for you. You know damn well that's how the mentality is on a fucking football field. Oh, I got you. I, I, I'm well aware. Yes. And and the only reason I say it's right that he should be fired is because he's the head coach. He is ultimately responsible for the coaches he employs, the strength and conditioning coaches he employs, and at the end of the day, the health of every player on his team. Oh, and I understand where you're coming from with that with that take on it. To me, it's just I don't... If he's okay, if he's fired, he's fired. But like I said, if it, if there wasn't intent, if he wasn't he, he didn't let this happen out of like malicious intent, then his his career shouldn't be over. He just has to go look for a new fucking job. I, I'm not saying his career needs to be over. I'm saying he shouldn't be coaching at this university. Why his actions his actions or lack thereof cost a kid his life. That's why. I don't think it was malicious, and if it was malicious, not only should he be fired, but he should be arrested. If you see somebody that's about to run themselves to death and die of a heat stroke, and you're like, get up and run more, and then he dies of heat stroke. But you don't know he did that. You're making that up. I'm not making that up. What I'm saying is, if that's what happened, he should not only be fired, but he should be arrested. If that isn't what happened... And for whatever reason, he was busy, he was sidetracked, he was never told, it never was found out. Then he, at bare minimum, has to be fired for not being competent of his whole team. (laughs) I'm thinking of a boondocks quote. When when, when the teacher's trying to to get Huey to do the Christmas play, he's like, I want to see your vision. He's like, what would you know about my vision? First of all, you can't let me do the Christmas play because you'd be fired for being an irresponsible white person. <laughs> <That's what> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, what did you, you get fired for your last job for? Being an irresponsible white head coach. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's just, I, look, I, I, can, I can go either way with it. I understand. All right. But I guess here's here's my question because I've been wanting to ask you this: Would you have walked out on him in a heartbeat? Really? Really? I'm really? Talk, I'm not talking 2000. I you. I'm talking, you know, you know, eighteen, nineteen year old you. I would have to know the situation, Rich. I don't know this coach, but I feel that if one of my teammates died under my head coach's watch, I would not be able to respect or play for that coach anymore. Because if he let him die, for whatever reason, he meant to do it, didn't mean to do it, didn't know about it, what have you. Oh, my God. It could have been me. Could have been, sir. It could have been. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could have been me. 
we uh we really tripped a, a, a trigger in, in Chris here, man. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I remember. Chris, Chris is just like kill them all. Let's everybody gets all out. indignant, clutches their fucking pearls. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fine, bro. But I'm serious. When this is a widespread epidemic in college football, let me know. Well, that's just it, Haas. It isn't a widespread epidemic. But it's why would you want to play for the isolated? Why would you want to play for the coach that incident. let it happen? It's because it's one isolated incident. You think this guy's got a trail of dead bodies following him through the through the NCAA? All I'm saying is a kid's dead and nobody's held accountable. Every time this, what the somebody has been held accountable. The the guy who was responsible for it quit. No longer works for the University of Maryland. Right. He resigned. Nobody got fired. Nobody. Oh, he has to be fired. That's what I said. He has, to lose, he has to lose the job Earl's way. That's what oh, I said. I said what, it's what I asked earlier. So he should have just hung around until they fired him instead of just going, well, I know I'm going to get fired, so I might as well fucking quit. If nobody on the program did anything wrong, then yes. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you got Rich to say okay this time. All right. <laughs> I just, I, obviously, this is something you got some serious rabbit ears for, and fucking no, I, it 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 really is. It really is because a nobody kid's cared from was, September to now. Just putting that out there. Now that he's coming uh, back. A lot of people. Now that he's coming back. We care again. Last time we talked about this was at the beginning of September. Now he's coming back. We care again. There's gonna be a boycott. Ooh, I'm just saying, man. That's I. I don't think it's right. I I side with the players, and no way we are could keeping I their scholarships I, because they're heroes. <laughs> I, I, I would transfer. I would transfer schools. Well, fuck are you! If you are playing for Maryland, who are you going to go play for? UNC? You going to go play for Harvard on their football team? <laughs> First of all, you ain't got the grades to get into Harvard if you're going to Maryland. Second of all, you ain't playing any place respectable. You better go enjoy that Western hospitality out in Kalamazoo. Hopefully, Coastal Carolina. I I, mean, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from with that, Chris, which is like, oh, okay, so if you're making such a sacrifice and you want to make such a statement, go all the way. What's this half-ass shit? We walked out of a meeting. It's like when we talk about people getting suspended and they have to sit the first quarter. Like, get the fuck out of here. Really? Get the fuck out of here. That's retarded. So I, I, I don't know. I, I get your point, Chris, with like, you know, oh, you really want to do something? You want you want, want to show me you're serious? Then walk away from something. Sacrifice something for your point. I'm sure Rutgers will pick you up. <laughs> Stay in a division. Wow. <laughs> Rutgers do have nicer looking uniforms. <laughs> I mean, at that oh, point, you're just playing for pussy, right? Because it's not like you're going to the pros. <laughs> you're in Maryland. You could end up in the ACC somewhere. <clears throat> no, I, I, I don't only walk out. I transfer school. I, oh, I don't sit there like Chris says. I'm heroes and have my scholarship, too. No, I, I leave the school. I do. And, and it's just the pure fact that I couldn't. I couldn't look at that coach after letting one of my teammates die and go, yeah, I'll play for you. Why not? Well, then, you passed my test. You wouldn't take a risk to, to, to back your uh, beliefs. 
because there's just way too many people these days who the reason they have so many stances on shit is because it costs them nothing to have that stance there's no risk involved right you know hashtag whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get a frame for my facebook profile picture you know i stand with something no you're not standing for shit you couple clicks on a mouse and a few strokes on a keyboard you're not giving anything up. You're not taking a chance, which is, ironically, you gave Colin Kaepernick shit for two years for doing what he did, yet you're doing basically the same thing he did. I don't care if it costs me my fucking career. I'm going to fucking take this stance. You're like, I would walk out and I would take my fucking risk transfer or take my chances transferring. I would, dude. I just, I can't look you, at a guy you did this. and go. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> So far, he's reacting okay to it. Calm down, Chris. Don't no, pat down I, the hatches quite yet. No, all I'm saying is I, I just couldn't look at a head coach that let one of my fellow players die and play for him. I don't have respect for a coach like that. Well, it's a hey, one less spot on the team. It, well, it's not just that, Chris. As a team, you're looking at that coach and he's calling out plays, and you're kind of like, yeah, what are you trying to do? Get me ran over? You're going to second guess everything this don't coach play does. Play for now. him. Exactly my point. That's what I said. I would leave. I would walk out of the meeting. I would transfer schools. No way this guy should be coaching still. They're still showing up to practice. I bet you that game still happens this weekend. Well, I would okay, put but, every but, dollar I got on state. Okay, well, because, you know, I gave Earl some lumps. I got to give you some lumps, Chris. What if they do fucking go? All right, we ain't playing next weekend. Is, it, is that enough of a sacrifice for them to, to back their stance? So you're like, all right, you actually did something besides hashtag activism. Because uh, it's, it's it's hashtag activism if it's only one game. Like you really you really committed to this premise, your season's over. So basically, they would take them the players going. We're not going to play for the rest of the season. Yeah, if that's really how you feel, because that's really what should happen. I am playing for this guy for the rest of the season. I'll take a forfeit for the rest of the season rather than play for this asshole. Well, here's the thing. If they wanted to force the, the, the athletic department's hand, that's pretty much the only way to do it. Because it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to replace one head coach than it is going to be for fucking them to replace an entire football team. And you know that Maryland's like, we're not giving up on them fucking, on, on all the money we get from that. You got to go, coach. I mean, so, yeah, you, you got to take the Rudy stance at this point. The, the made entire up Rudy team stance. Saying, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not coming into play unless Rudy plays. So you, I'm not coming into play unless uh, Durkin's fired. Okay. It's all made up. Yeah, I know. It's it, <laughs> shit's about as real as a three dollar bill. <laughs> I, but I get your point. All right. Well, I, yeah. Uh, all right. Fuck it. If they really want change that bad, have a team, have a player-only team meeting, sit down and go, are we dead serious about this? Are we dead serious we don't want to play for this coach? Now, you also have to take into consideration that, does that mean his staff goes too? Because they're complicit as coaches in letting it happen, whether it be out of ignorance of the situation or maliciousness. So, I mean, is this a, a top-down? I mean, I think... Going after the athletic director is more of a, that's posturing. Yeah, this that's not, which has it, nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when they were talking about, you know, oh, we need to go after, 
you know, the football and the basketball team at state because of, uh, uh, Dr. Touch's kids. I can't remember his fucking name because I don't want to, but <laughs> Larry Nasser. Thank you. You know, I was like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. D'Antonio has nothing to do with what the fuck is going on with the women's gymnastics team. Get the fuck out of here. But if this happened in at Michigan State on D'Antonio's watch, then it seems to me if the head coach has to go, then the entire coaching staff has to go. So that's a whole new bag of worms. How do you replace an entire coaching staff midseason? One at a time? I guess. Call Lou Holtz, ask him what he's doing for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> See how Lee Corso does as a head coach. Why not? He's 95. Barely knows where he is. He'd be like Joe Pa at the end. Yeah, ask Bill Cowher if he wants to collect a check for a few games. Yeah. No, it's I, look, and I understand, Chris, where you're coming from. You're like, well, we didn't care since September, blah, blah, blah. I get that. And we're part of the reason we don't we, that we didn't care, the royal we, if you will, is because why? Is because it wasn't being fucking talked about in the fucking news. Well, and actually, kids, the reason we didn't care was because he was suspended and there was an investigation, and we had to wait for the outcome. <laughs> well, what I'm getting at, yeah, it's amazing. They they let an investigation take as long as it took. They weren't like, we're going to start an investigation. It's going to last for two days, and then we're done. Yeah, in 14 days we'll have an answer. <laughs> it's like what kind or of investigation else. is that? Ohio State looking at you. But anyways, um, no, these kids, look, they drew attention to the fact that they didn't want to play for this head coach. He was a former coach, former player. You're like, yeah, I'm totally feeling them kids right there with them. So, yeah, their their stunt brought the the, the light back to to a story that would be buried, you know, 15 million scrolls down the fucking page on ESPN if it was just, it just should be a blurb, you know. Suspended head coach for Maryland comes back. You know, two paragraph fucking story. Now there can be opinion pieces and shit on it, and it brings it to the light. So I, I give them credit if that's what if that's what they wanted to do. Great, wonderful. You got the light shining on you. Now do something. Don't just say it's good enough. We brought awareness to the situation. Bullshit. Do something. That's all I. That's to me. That's where I'm like, okay, it, that's the line between posturing and actually putting your mouth where your money is, or your money where your mouth is. Oh, they're millennial athletes. We're talking about it. That's good enough for them. And it, as fucked up as this is, I kind of feel like to, to as wild, reckless speculation on my part, I kind of feel like, yeah, to probably a lot of kids on that team, that's, that's exactly how they feel. Well, at least it's being talked about. Good enough. Because that's the shit that's been shoved down our throat for the last decade. We have to bring awareness. We have to talk about the, okay, but can we do something about something? Because just talking and, and going, there's a problem, and crying about it, and not ever trying to come up with a solution just gets us chasing our own fucking tail. And everybody pissed off. It's true. But anyways. All right, so anything else? Lakers suck. <laughs> this is your weekly reminder that the Lakers suck and That's fuck right. LeBron. Uh, and no, 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 not fuck LeBron. No, just Lakers suck. That's all. And not surprisingly enough, the Cavaliers really suck. Oh, you thought they were going to go out and be world beaters? No, not really, but I was hoping they had a, like a half a chance. They don't. They're one in six. <laughs> well, <clears throat> excuse me. Pistons got off to a lot better start than anyone gave them credit for. And in true Detroit fashion, 
people started bitching that, yeah, they're winning, but they're not winning by enough. And I'm like, Shoot really? these people. It's Detroit. We all have guns, right? <laughs> and if you don't, I can get you one. Give me about 30 minutes. Yeah. He'll show run to the store. Than- I'll be right back. <laughs> He'll show up quicker than your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> But no, and it, and it prompted Andre Drummond to, to to he tweeted basically say here let me look up his exact tweet I don't because this is something I don't feel like I I can paraphrase <sighs> really okay so oh. Well, this happened a few days ago. I didn't hear this part, but it's not shocking. Something about eating a bag of baby dicks? His. <laughs> okay. Rod Beard tweeted <clears throat> from Detroit News. Pistons, fan are, Pistons fans are hilarious. Past few seasons. Team isn't winning enough. This season, team isn't winning by enough. And then Andre Drummond responded. I'm a man of the people and love all Detroit fans, but this is why when media asks, do we play for the fans, and we say no, nothing satisfies them, which is why I always say I'm worried about the guys I have in my locker room. And, of course, there was, you know, oh, oh my God. (coughs) He doesn't care about the fans. Which, I mean, can we drop the bullshit like airs? If, If one, money and fame didn't come with this fucking job, half these guys wouldn't be doing it. And two, uh, yeah, you play for the guy next to you. It's like when you're in war. You're not fighting. You know, the, the troops fight for our freedom. That's an abstract fucking idea. When you're getting fucking shot at, you're fighting to keep the guy alive to, next to you alive. And him, hopefully, is fighting to keep you alive, too. So that makes total sense. People lost their shit. He had to clarify. So let me go ahead and clear the air before you make a story out of nothing. My statement I made means two things. I love all Detroit fans and people who follow the Pistons. The statement people not being satisfied of wins, meaning we play to win. This is our job. We play to take care of our families and fulfill our dreams of winning championships for the city we play for. We was abroad, not point. Okay, Andre, we have to take you to remedial writing class. We was abroad, not point at any one person or even me at that. Okay, I guess that's about the time the fucking the hydro kicked in. Oh, what the fuck, Rich? Why couldn't you paraphrase that? I just play for the I just play for the guys in my locker room and my family. Exactly, is what I just said. I mean, yeah, players love having a fucking full stadium. Let me tell you something. If salaries remained the same and the fame that comes with being an athlete remained the same, they would play in, in, in empty stadiums and it wouldn't bother them. That's a whole different topic. I never understood why athletes get millions upon millions of dollars it's based on the revenue they'll generate i guess supply and demand baby if people pay it to you you'd be stupid not to take it right so the people in the oh, nba absolutely. make like 50 grand <laughs> your wnba I should say right but i'm thinking you know the 85 bears won the super bowl they weren't paid millions upon millions yeah but they weren't it also wasn't 1950 nfl where they had to have jobs as plumbers in the offseason yeah all right uh, yeah, millions upon millions. You got to understand. It was the still their only job Bears. in '85. Yeah, '85. What year is it? 2018. All right, football's a little, just just a touch bigger now than it was back then. A little bit. Just a little bit. 
There's a lot more money changing hands and being generated because of this sport than there, now than there was in 1985. That's why players and owners see. Well, the players get paid millions. Why do the owners get paid millions? You own you own a team. Are you out there playing? Are you are you risking your life and your health to play? I mean, how, dude? Whatever. Fucking. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But the point is, like, I guess I'm asking, did either of you have a fucking issue with what he said? No. Nah. I mean, and it's like, you know, it, it was it was, it was was a, a hotly debated topic in the sports world here in Detroit. And first of all, I'm like, well, first of all, you're welcome, Andre Drummond, because this is the most anyone's ever talked about you in Detroit. So I guess mission accomplished. <laughs> he wanted to bring light to his situation. He wanted to make people aware of his situation. Hey, we're talking about it, right? Not only needs- exactly, exactly. Two, duh. I, I never thought any fucking different. I mean, it's it's like going to a clan rally and being offended that they're preaching, you know, white power, huh? You knew you you knew what that fucking party was when you before you walked in the door. Get the fuck out of here! Don't, don't you know, know when you got that shirt? Exactly. Damn sure wasn't the men's department. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on now. Of course, these are fucking athletes. They play to win championships. They play to make money. They play to stroke their egos. And I would like to believe Get there's bitches. a good portion. Good port. Well, yeah, that's kind of stroke the ego part, you know. Uh, and I'd like to believe a large portion of them. I at least I hope so. Play because they feel like they have to. Like I have to do this because I wouldn't put myself through some some the, the shit that you have to go through to get to the fucking big time. For something that I didn't feel like I had to do, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not talking once they're there, at the, once they're at the NBA level, once they're on the team jet. I'm not talking that. I'm talking all the shit from when you're a kid till you get on that team jet. I ain't going through all that shit for something I don't care about. So I'd like to think that, that they have some sort of drive to play the game and love of the game. Maybe that's a little naive. That's the way I would like to think most athletes are. Same way, I'd like to think most musicians do it because, well, I feel a drive to do this. That reminds me when I talked to Aaron Ward. Aaron, who's a better goaltender, Brodeur or Belfort? I don't want to talk about work. Fuck you too, sir. You just had to work that in there, didn't you? That's just stupid. Talking about NBA... This motherfucker's got to work in about the time when he met a hockey player. Well, at least he didn't bring up the time he fucking interviewed uh, Bobby Ross. Yeah, no, right. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. And he quit the next day? Ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> little, did, little does the Detroit sports world know the reason Bobby Ross is no longer the Lions head coach is on this podcast. <laughs> Earl hit him with such insightful, hard-hitting questions. He was like, he why that. am I wasting my time with this team? Leave. <laughs> no, not Detroit. Just head coaching. Like, what have I done with my life? Jesus, yeah. God! I was looking at all the uh, NFL trades, dude. This is so becoming basketball. How? After playing for Detroit, Chicago, and Miami, I'm so glad to be in the right here in the great state of Georgia. No, Montana. Whatever. Shit. Well, you're acting like there was a ton of movement. There wasn't that much. Oh, there's some big names traded, Haas. Did you miss them? 
No, I, I, I got to agree with Earl on that. This is something trading in the NFL wasn't like this when we were younger. It was it was rare to see like top players get traded in the middle of the season. You know, Mac. I don't think that happened twenty thirty you know thirty years ago. I just don't. So yeah, I I, I trades. I don't know if they're more frequent, but there's bigger names being traded. Right, Demarius Thomas is now a Texan. Yeah, but this isn't Demarius Thomas in two thousand twelve. This is okay. Demarius Thomas in twenty eighteen. Okay, and Tate, you already mentioned he's gone. Montgomery went to the Ravens. Do you know that one? Yeah. No, wow. no wait a minute. Wow, Green Bay's third running back got traded. That's such a huge move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why in the hell did the Rams trade for the de- defensive end, Dante Flower? Fowler. Oh, third pass rush. Okay. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix goes to the Redskins. Okay. Just looks like... Uh, Green Bay is taking uh, a fire sale right now. Really? Fire sale? And fire sale would be uh, uh, Randall Cobb, Peace, Devontae Adams, we're out of here, Jimmy Graham, later. That's a fire sale. And since it's Green Bay, we're taking a, a, a quarterback with the next year's first-round pick, and we're going to set him for a few years. You're on the clock, Rogers. Start looking for a trade destination. Yeah. <laughs> go, to, go to the Jets. End up in Minnesota. <laughs> Send dick pics to Jen dick Scherzer. Pics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna say if you if you're gonna, I mean, I, look, I'm not advocating unsolicited dick pics, but if you're gonna make an attempt to hook up with a chick, it's not a bad one to, to make an attempt for. Like when I saw her pictures, I was like, God damn! All right, Far's got a little taste. For a guy that wears Wranglers, he's got some taste. <laughs> and the only reason Ty Montgomery got traded was because of his incident on Sunday. That's what I read. Anyway. What was the incident? Uh, I believe a very costly fumble. Damn. It's like that? Yeah. You fumbled. You're gone. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> you tell whack a snap. Yeah, gotta go. Damn. I guess they ain't fucking around, huh? Uh, yeah, Ty Montgomery disobeyed orders on key fumble, angering Aaron Rodgers and Packers. Uh, oh, well, let's be honest here. The key words are angering Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, double check that shit. Yeah, the Green Bay, this is from Yahoo Sports, the Green Bay Packers are supposed to have 209, one time out, and the two-minute warning for Aaron Rodgers and the offense to get into position. For a potentially game-winning field goal against the Los Angeles Rams on Sundays, but returner Ty Montgomery literally fumbled that chance away and disobeyed coaches in the process. Eli Apple is now on the Saints. Via an inside-the-locker-room story by NFL Media's Mike Silver, Montgomery was told by coaches to field the kickoff from the Rams' Greg Zerline and simply take a knee. It was a safe play, but the smart one since Rodgers and the offense will be guaranteed to get the ball at their 25. When the kick came, Montgomery fielded a couple of yards in the end zone and brought it out. Not only bring it out to the 20 before he was tackled, costing his team five valuable yards, Ram linebacker Ramik Wilson jarred the ball loose, Montgomery fumbled, and Wilson recovered it. So that's it. See ya. Have fun on the Ravens. That's that's, huh. that's why that went down. Oh, I you mean. angered the mighty A.A. Ron. <laughs> uh, the Ravens, not exactly, you know... He he didn't go to Cleveland. 
Discount double check does not approve. Well, wasn't it? Oh, this was the dumbest story I read this week about the NFL. Todd Gurley not running into the end zone to secure the team's win. Yeah, that was fucked up, dude. I mean, that was fucked up. But fantasy owners were flipping out like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, my God, they're not out there just to score you points. Yes. You don't, okay. actually, you don't actually own them. No. They don't actually play That's for you. It. Where's my joystick? I've got to settle this. Like, seriously, I was like, really? This someone, square button. Someone wasted keystrokes on writing this story. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Fucking idiots. See, that that that's the type of fans that need... See, now, if we can only get the Maryland coach to run those type of fans to death, then, hey, full-time job for them. Wow. So how about them Lions, hey, guys? Did you get your trade yet? That's meant in general. Way to make Seattle look like a playoff team. Oh, it's SOL. We talked about that. Same old Lions. Yeah, I mean, seriously, anybody shocked? No. no. Where there's a will, there's a way. And the Lions will always find the way to lose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is why every year I'm like, you poor bastards. You get all excited. Well, the, the offense will fire on all cylinders. Matt Stafford will be fucking accurate as shit. Carry on Johnson finally breaking 100 yards. It just all looks so good. And then the defense is like, huh? What? Oh, stop him? Why? No. And then the next week, it'll be this totally opposite. Defense firing on all cylinders, ready to stop anything that comes their way. Gang tackling everybody. And Matt Stafford can't remember the color jersey he's supposed to throw to. And such is the life of a Lions fan. Yeah. I mean, I, I do I do have to admit, I did kind of find it amusing when I looked in the, in the group chat and I just see SOL. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. like... <laughs> Like, okay. <laughs> Earl's accepted his fate. <laughs> yeah. Like I guy, told you guys at the beginning of the season, fuck that. Yeah, Hashtag but, done. Yeah, but you're like the guy who's like on death row and you got a couple of appeals. And you've ran out of appeals now and you're just like, I'm just going to die. I understand it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just how it is. You know, like you've accepted it finally. Whereas before it was like, no, there's a chance. 14 to 2. <laughs> Hey, they can oh, go. Dude. They can win nine games in a row and be twelve and four. Are they playing Cleveland and Tampa Bay nine games in a row? Yeah, because that's the only way that's going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah, Min- Minnesota's going to butt fuck us this Sunday. That'll be fun. Oh yes, <laughs> there's sales of uh, uh, Astro Glide have went up here in the Detroit area in preparation for that game. But you know, part of being the same old lines is. And then they come out and they win the game. And you're like, what the fuck? Where was this last week? Where was this the rest of the season? I mean, I really only see two more victories on our schedule. Bills and Cardinals. Everyone else should handily beat us. Bears, Packers, Vikings twice, Rams, Panthers. Yeah, Bears twice, Vikings twice. Packers at Lambeau. Yeah, my my butthole pucker just hearing that, and I'm not even a Lions fan. I mean, looking at the schedule, five and eleven. Looking at what we have left, five uh, and eleven. Isn't? Gee, I remember like calling it at the beginning of the season, five and eleven. <laughs> so I wouldn't. I can't even be like, oh, I'm shocked. We got rid of Fuck our no. number one pass catcher. 
nobody to replace him. Five and eleven. Unless I wake up in the morning and Antonio Brown or Juju Smith Schuster is now a Detroit Lion. <laughs> you got a whole lot of fuck the Lions in you. Oh, good times, good times. So yeah. should we should we get to the picks then? Yeah. So here's the thing. My laptop is dead because I left my charging cable in Minnesota. It's currently being mailed back to me. So I can't get to the results. So we're going to crunch all the numbers next week. We're going to, we're going to do two weeks worth of picks. We'll crunch all the numbers. We'll have them for you next week. So I guess we will just go with... Uh, uh, Rich can pick the order again, and we'll, we'll just we'll pick in that order. And for all of the listeners that are still listening, I won last week. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll let them think that. Yay for you. What <laughs> 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 fuck you want? You want a week. Cookie. Uh, yeah, calm down, okay? Yeah, but I lost like two games. And for the corrections, he thinks he won. Without any no, actual no, I won. results being tabulated. He thinks he won. I only lost like three games. I won. He thinks he won. All right, well, since, since he's feeling himself so much, yeah, you can pick first. Then Chris, then me. All right. So, first game in November, Thursday night football. Battle of the Bay Area. Oakland heading across the Bay to San Francisco. Oh, easy pick. 49ers. Uh, mm, <laughs> God, for some, for some reason, my gut says Oakland. Give me fucking Oakland. Yeah, I'm going go to go with the 49ers. Oakland's just, I, I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even have the words. Is there anybody still left to play there? Yeah, that is a damn good question. I'm just asking for a friend. I don't know. Asking for your orange-haired friend. Cooper's gone. Max gone. Beast Mode's on IR. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sunday games. Chicago at Buffalo. Oh, the Bull. Yeah. Chicago. I will also take Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Think Buffalo's going to win any more games? Uh, no. I mean, they were in the New England game for like a quarter. All right, next up, Patrick Mahomes taking his show on the road to Cleveland. This is going to hurt, <laughs> and I'm going to watch every second of it. Because <laughs> right now, that's about the greatest show on turf, Kansas City. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Cleveland winning this. Kansas City. Oh, yeah, Chiefs big time. All right, in the battle for the basement, in the AFC East, the Jets heading down to see the fish in Miami. Is it still Brock Osweiler? Yes. Yes. Uh, do you think he can do it? I don't know. Damn it. Told you guys the fish wasn't going to win on Thursday night. All right, give me the fish. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I'm going with the Jets. All right. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Lions heading to Minneapolis. <laughs> Taking on the Vikings. You like that? Uh, well, without a third down reception from the slop, missing Golden Tate. Don't care about Matt. Vikings. The, yeah, even close. Give me the Vikes. Like Golden Tate was the difference maker. 
Like, what was <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Old Tate, they would have won this game. But, just, but, he, but he is, dude. He's the only guy that can catch a pass on third down. They weren't winning with him anyways is what I'm getting at. No, not really. Minnesota, obviously. All right. Atlanta at Washington. Mm-hmm. Give me the skins. Uh, yeah. Me too. Falcons. Yeah, it's all about hitting a panic button. That defense is coming on for the skins. Give me the skins. Uh, Speaking I'll of time it. machine, how are you doing, Adrian? Yeah, that motherfucker made me look bad. But I got to give him his due. Yeah, I, I thought he was through. Nope. A little bit left in that tank. But I don't know. I just got a feeling. Uh, give me Atlanta. Okay, you, you guys you guys need to go take a shit with your feelings. Seriously. Oh, Rich, okay. here we go. Division game. By, by the way, real quick. I guess if I you know wrap my self-esteem up in what I picked on the fucking podcast, I'd be just devastated right now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I give a shit, but I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just, I think, yes, shit's getting fucked up in Atlanta. I don't think it's as it, it's as dire of a situation as, as, I don't know, everyone wants to make it out to be. It's just, I don't know, just have a gut feeling. So, yeah, I guess I'll go take a shit with my feelings. Fitz Magic, he's back. Like, that's going to make a difference. <laughs> Tampa Bay at Carolina. Jesus, God. Rich should pick this one first. And I fucking hate Carolina, too. I mean, it's like... <laughs> no, Carolina. Go. Carolina. Give me the Bucks. Really? Yeah. I don't like Carolina's offense. Okay. I mean, you really think Fitzpatrick's going to make that much of a difference? No. Or you just think, you think Carolina's defense is that bad? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Carolina. Pittsburgh heading to Baltimore. Yeah, they're sick in the head. This game's always a good game. No shit. Doesn't matter your score or your record. This game you got to watch. Uh, you you got to pick the Steelers, though. Their offense for Ravens are a shit show. I agree with you, Ice, and that's why I'm taking Pittsburgh. Yeah, give me Pittsburgh. Next up, Houston with their new weapon, Demarius Thomas, heading to Denver. Oh, look at that. How convenient. Ouch. Oh, shit. That's actually going to be a good game, too. Uh, give me the Texans. Fuck it. Yeah, give me the Texans. The Denver the Denver offense just got worse. Yeah, I'm, uh, Texans. All right, coming off the bye, the Chargers heading up by five, facing Seattle. Bunch of meh. There's a football game in Seattle, and nobody cared. Twelfth man went home. Seahawks? I don't know. I don't have a quarter. Oh, all day. Give me the Chargers. Chargers offense. It's on fire. Yeah, Chargers. All right, the Rams heading to New Orleans. It's game of the week. That's the game. That's the game of the week, yep. That's the one. Okay, Breeze, you're not dead. That's true. You got life, and it's good. And good on you. However, your defense ain't stopping the Rams. Give me the Rams. I like 
New Orleans offensive weapons over the Rams in this game. What? Cooper Cup's banged up. Give me the, give me the Saints. Uh, Rams. And that game can't even get flexed to Sunday night because guess who's playing on Sunday night? Oh, I don't know. Green Bay and New England. New England at Foxborough. Give me the Pats. Green Bay isn't half the team it used to be. And it lost uh, Clinton. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, watching the two teams right now, New England's a better football team with just the eyeball test. Give me New England. Yeah, New England. All right. And Mon- the Monday night shit bowl. Yeah, this should be the Rams-Saints game, no doubt. It, yeah, but the Monday night shit bowl is Tennessee at Dallas. <laughs> Dallas? Yeah, I like Dallas's offense better than Tennessee's. Give me Dallas. No love for Mariota. I mean, not that I disagree with you guys. I'm just pointing out no love for Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Dallas. <laughs> Which is also taking the Dallas. Six teams on a bye this week. The Bungles, the Colts, the Giants, the Eagles, the Cardinals, and the Jaguars. All right, time for the college football. State. Uh, yeah. State. Well, state, yeah. State. State in Maryland. So we're just we're all taking Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's going to be a game. <laughs> and then, well, Michigan and Penn State. I, I got to go Michigan. Penn State's not the team it used to be. Uh, and it was that team because, of, highly because of Barkley. And uh, it's got a hell of a defense. Hell of a defense. You guys really got to watch that defense. Rich, you got to get like TV on a phone or some shit. It's just a mean fucking defense. You guys got to see some hits. Well, I mean, I watched the highlights and stuff. I I know what you're talking about. That did, <clears throat> which is <clears throat> which is what's one of the weird things. He wasn't, but Harbaugh wasn't brought in to, to to beef up the defense. Yet defense is playing like everyone thought the offense would be playing. It should be playing like. Well, like I say, I mean, they beat Joe Lewis's ass. Fucking! I mean, it's it, it. If Penn State got beat by Michigan State, then give me Michigan. I uh, uh, yes, give me Michigan. But I'm I. It just sucks because I'm like, I could see it going either way. I I do, I do not know what this team is. Same with the same problem I have with State is the same problem I have with U of M. But they are they're six and one, undefeated in the conference, ranked number five in the country. They are who we thought they were, at least this week. So we'll see. There you go. Get out the maize and blue Kool Aid. The paint one testicle blue and the other one maize. <laughs> I ain't going that far. <laughs> I ain't farting on no snare drum. But yeah, I mean, college football's only what less than a month left. Or just about a month left with college football. Yeah. We're at the halfway point for pro football. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least if you're a Bucks or Lions fan, because you ain't playing in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then maybe you're like me where you got a couple fantasy teams where season's already over. Like it is in our league for me. Thanks for playing. Hey, Le'Veon, 
Fuck you. <laughs> dude, you've had eight weeks to drop him. No, eight weeks of just like of just going, come on, dude. Just hoping re- against hope. Just report this week. Come on, dude. The irony is, is, I, is I have the, the tag, the Iceman, and I called it everyone. I tried to tell him way before Bell is not going to play. He's going to play. Okay. It's pay year. Okay. How'd that work out for you, Chris? Just saying. Wait, 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 wait. The season ain't over with. Yeah. He's got to report by week 11 to get paid. <laughs> Goalposts moved way down the field. No, you just, you, you having the funeral before the body's even cold, man. Yeah. Week 17 comes and goes, and he hasn't played a down in 2018. Then you can take your victory. You're the Eagles last week celebrating in the fourth quarter. <laughs> right for Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers scored 21 points. <laughs> hey, motherfuckers in Atlanta were like, how's it feel? Yeah, I know, right? Finally, someone else someone else did a choke job as bad as us. Now we don't have to hear about it for a little bit. But, yeah, maybe, maybe by... Oh, dude, Arizona, Arizona Cardinals did it first. Coach Green, I'm looking at you. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> we had them. We let them off the hook. Maybe the Lions will sign somebody by the time next week's show posts. Maybe by then we're talking about Antonio Brown wearing number 84 for the Detroit Lions. Jerry Rice comes out of retirement (laughs) to play wide receiver. Detroit Lions. They dig up. They they, they pull Barry Sanders out of whatever eight-mile strip club he's in. (laughs) Randy Moss is deciding to make a comeback. T.O. wanted to come back and play. I'm just saying. Maybe by next week, I'll get my Lions signing. But until then, we are at Sporty Podcast on Twitter. You can email the show, SportyPodcast, ChristianMedia.net. New shows every Thursday. Get to next week. Later. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.